Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Hey, Chief, we got a damaged RV on its way to the OR. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of RV surgery. <laughs> Wait, are you promoting me? Congrats, Martinez. Doctor, that RV's flatlining. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of nursing. So you're just promoting everyone now? Yeah, kind of looks that way, doesn't it? When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? This is Stephen Michael from the Grown Up Rock Podcast. When I'm not texting insults back and forth with the two idiots known as Tom and Zeus, and I need a little something to pick me up, I turn on and turn up the Shout It Out Loudcast because I can't sleep at night without knowing how Paul Stanley came up with those clever lyrics to Love Gun. Now, crank it up. Oh, boy. Here we go. This is Gene Simmons. Put that cookie down. Kiss. Stop pressing the button. Star. Broker Simmons. Star. Paul Stanley. Is that what he does? Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. But it grabbed me an ice cold mellow do that to the fans. Stop it. Why? Because fuck them. That's all. What are you talking about? 617-525-0. You do? Hey, fuck them. Do you like this? Settle down. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus. And me, Murph. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> Thanks, Tiny Tim. Uh, and me. Uh, with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. I believe we're up to 177. Kiss Trivia 4. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Is this like Kiss Trivia 4 Symphony? <laughs> oh, no. No. No, no, no. Uh, Murph, how you doing these days? Doing all right. Yeah, you know, just got my youngest uh, graduating from high school later in the week. Uh, just trying to learn how to record this podcast going forward in case you guys don't return from Nashville, which uh, where you will be when this is playing. That's a good uh, point. That's a good point. I uh, wish you guys uh, ahead of time uh, safe travels and come back with lots of stories. You know what yeah. that'll be, Tom, right? Yeah. Shout it out loud, Cash, with Murph and Heavy Mayo. <laughs> 
This week, they're going to break down why the outfield is the greatest band in the world. And then there's going to be like a rebel. And there will be a war. Like when is it going to be Leno? Is it going to be Letterman? Is it Murph or is it heavy mail that's taken over (laughs) this week in Nike Cortez shoes? (laughs) This week at Tello's, there's a sale. Speaking of, see, that would be a good side cast, which what were we just talking about before we hit record? Hint, hint, nothing, nothing. Uh, Tellos? <laughs> I don't know. Nope. I'm, I'm at a loss. That's okay. Right. It's okay. It's better off that way. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, as usual, we always go back before we go forward. And what a lot of fun we had last time. We had Mistress Carry On and Mike Shue, both legends in Boston radio. Uh, so, yeah, for us, that was a big thrill. And it sounded like most of you guys liked it as well. But we came up with a poll. This one wasn't easy for that last week, huh? Yeah. So we one of the questions that we asked, and we, we kind of talked about Kiss as a quote-unquote radio band. Um, so we said, which of these songs should have been a quote-unquote radio hit for the band? So we tried to pick some mid-tier, not really deep cuts. I mean, nothing's really a deep cut for us Kiss-tard loudcasters. But So we went with Tomorrow. Mr. Speed, A Million to One, and Turn on the Night. Turn on the Night started off just throwing every other song in the locker, but uh, it made it got made it close, but still, Turn on the Night was 39%. Million to One, 24. Mr. Speed, 22. Tomorrow, 15. So tons and tons. of the, the, the ones that we got the most comments on were the love for Turn on the Night and the disappointment that Million to One was never a hit. You know, which I think if I can say this, we talk about this a lot on the show. It's kind of happened with like when we talk about like Mr. Speed and turn on the night. The song goes from underrated all the way full circle to becoming overrated. You know what I mean? I mean, I like I I like a million to one, but it's like, I get it. You everybody loves million to one. Everybody loves it. Kiss tards, Tom. I know. Kiss tards. Murph, if you had to pick one of those, what would you go with? Oh, without question. I uh, actually answered turn on the night. So I was the one that helped that come right out of the gate. Yeah, that's the one that everybody loves. That's the one that everybody loves. But a lot of uh, a lot of passion for a million to one. Um, Mr. Speed, I think people just love the song tomorrow. I love tomorrow. Zeus hates unmasked, but that's okay. I don't hate unmasked. You have it ranked last. It's a kiss album. That means it's great. I don't have it rated last. I have monster rated last. Are you sure about that? Yep. Positive. Go to our website. Go to him. Go to our website and you will see in our rankings. Hint, hint. You like rankings. If you like kissing rankings, go to our website. All right. So let's get into some episode stuff. So Murph, you grew up with us in the Boston area. You know, me and you, Medford boys, Zeus Arlington. So we grew up listening to Mistress Carrie and Mike Shue and all that stuff. We watched the the downfall of all those stations. Uh, so that was kind of cool hearing from them, huh? It, it was. And, and it was a, a time warp. I know that I replied on Twitter that uh, Mrs. Terry would always get all hot and bothered whenever there was a car fire and they had to interrupt the uh, the music oh. to report down the traffic <laughs> updates. Yep. Uh, and, and, it, and seriously, it, it brought back to a time where you would be scrolling between WAF and ZLX and BCN, and maybe you go all the way over to 92.9, but yep. we spent a lot of time on AAF. So it, it was really cool to hear that you know, she still is just into music as ever before. And then 
you know, with Mike, I mean, you got to start putting a disclaimer out there that if you're going to be using big words in these episodes, that <laughs> some material may not be appropriate for all viewers because big words, he, he, he's, yeah. he's a Wicked. Neil Young fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, he's doing, he's doing, he's doing a very intelligent music podcast. And then we do kiss. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I, uh, Tom, but the favorite thing was when they were talking about the fact that they shared the space with WEI. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> those stories were great. Hey, how are you? And they ra- they raved about how much they like Dale Arnold, too. I thought he's, that was a, kinda- he's a nice guy. He's he harmless. And they shit on him. Those guys at later on like oh because they're edgy well because dale arnold's he's like the ned flanders of yeah, like talk big, radio but he's a nice he guy leave he him is. alone he is he is <laughs> plus give the guy a break he worked with eddie handelman for years oh jeez, oh, jambalaya well hey one second and yeah you know, dale arnold the recipient of one of zeus's prank phone calls back in the day oh, oh yes oh that's right that was like when Sports Radio first came on at Stonehill. Junior, junior I, that's year. right. Junior yep. year. Buffalo, um, Dallas. Buffalo and Dallas. And I called up and waited online to say that I thought, and they were really playing. The Stars were really playing um, the, Sabres. the Sabres. That's and right. I said, oh, I think Mike Madonna is going to get a couple gold. And what did they want? Well, go ahead. Actually, let me correct. Oh. You were calling in on Super Bowl weekend, Buffalo yep. versus Dallas. Yep. What do you think is going to happen in the Buffalo Dallas game? Yep. And therefore, then Zeus came in with. <laughs> but, what, but the best was what was Dale's response? You said Dale, Dale goes, you waited on hold this entire time for that. And I did a jerky <laughs> boys afterwards, right? I said, yeah. oh, yes, I did. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Or Dale Arnold. <laughs> that was great. Anyways, Anyways let's get to a little. Glad bit to see things. we've matured since then. I actually think it, we've gotten worse. If that's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so we got uh, our friend Amy J on Twitter. She's a big fan. I listened to this while working on my garden. One day, I hope to be as good as Chris and Cusano landscaping. Oh, nice. Uh, she goes, although not from Massachusetts, being on the East Coast, I enjoyed the Grossman's reference. <laughs> oh, Grossman's. And she said, I didn't know the I didn't know the Tesla story. Very cool. Yeah, that, was that is cool. awesome. Yeah. Um, our great buddy, Steve. Thanks, Tom and Zeus. Yet another great interview to add to the list. Being from England, both Mistress Carrie and Mike Shu are new to me. But now I have a whole heap more of podcast to catch up with and listen to. That's awesome. Got new listeners Love there, Mike that. and Carrie. That's great. Oh, our buddy uh, Aaron Martell from the Ridiculous Rock Record Review podcast. He's out in Western Mass. He even chimed in. He said, yes, I miss WAAF. He's a Massachusetts boy. Yep. Yeah, and catch Tom on his uh, show. Thank you. Where you yes. reviewed the uh, debut album of Bad Company. Yes, one of my favorites. Yes, Aaron's great. Check out his uh, his his podcast. They pick a nice uh, album every week. Break it down. It, sometimes it doesn't take four hours like us. Yeah, I was just gonna say, how long does he usually take to finish his episodes? His show is amazing, and he does it in an hour. I don't know how he's that good. You don't feel like you're missing out, like no. So what the fuck do we do? Well, that our episodes. I said to you because it's already dropped now. Uh, our Cinderella episode. Yeah. Oh, well, well, this is gonna be a good one because this nope. is gonna be nice and fast. And you're nope. like, it won't. It won't. <laughs> next thing I know, I'm editing. I'm like, God, the fuck did this get up to three hours? How do we spend three hours talking about shake me? <laughs> Ugh, 
Jesus. Talking about lip sweat. Oof. Oof. Uh, Brad Baird, looking forward to this one. Every week, you all seem more and more like old friends. See, that's awesome. That's We're not. Uh, no, yeah. And then it was awesome, too. Mistress Carrie uh, and Mike, they retweeted, commented, and Mistress Carrie posted that picture that she was talking about of her as a little kid standing in front of the oh, poster. That's awesome. the, the spirit of 76. Um, that was great. So there's some there's some Twitter uh, feedback. Fun episode for us. We're we're glad that you guys enjoyed it too. Mistress Carrie podcast. I think of the seventy that's on with us on uh, Pantheon. I think yeah. she's like number two. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. She's like. I mean, she's interviewed like the cream of the crop in rock music. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Her show's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, um, Tom, over on the Book of Face, uh, I'm, I, I've got a couple here, but I'm just going to skip through and just try to get this episode going because it's Tuesday and I've got to edit this episode and get everything done by Wednesday because we're leaving on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Brian Cruzel, just a fucking fun episode, guys. Please have them for a draft or a top 10. That would be great. That oh, would yeah. be great. I love that. Guests like that are make perfect for those type of episodes. Yep. Um, over on YouTube. YouTube. Mr. Antonio 2005. It's funny that Mike and Tom shared the rush bond during the episode. The rush song called spirit of radio is a salute to the importance of music, radio and disc jockeys in our everyday lives. That's as right. the song goes. Begin the day with a friendly voice. A companion unobtrusive plays that song. So elusive. And the magic music makes you morning mood. That's Great right. episode, Mike. Mistress Carrie, TNZ. Have fun in Nashville. Look forward to the stories. All right. Great comment. Montreal Voots. Another excellent episode, fellas. Hearing Mike and Carrie's look back at the past 40 years of rock was enjoyable. Their perspective on radio's attempt to maintain an audience through the changing music genres was interesting and probably describes what happened in each of our cities and countries. Their thought made me rethink of my indifference to Eric S. and Tommy wearing the cat in Spaceman makeup. I now think it should only be Peter and Ace wearing it. Gee, thanks now, Mr. Harry and Mike. <laughs> Starting shit. Yeah. As to why Paul and Gene decided what they did, it can't be about money because I really think the band would make more money in merch sales of two new characters since the legions of kiss tards would surely empty their pockets at Toys R Us in Walmart trying to grab 10 copies, one to keep, nine to sell of each new action figure, cell phone cover, t-shirt, and limited edition pack of Dubai cops and trading cards. See what I mean? You can't say Dubai. Dubai is an instant punchline. Yeah, Dubai. <laughs> the same would happen if they ever released merchandise with the Ankh Warrior and the Fox. Another fucking. Well, I'll awesome. tell you, there's gonna tell you, there's gonna be a lot of Ankh Warrior and Fox merch at Creatures Fest. Yeah, he's fucking right. They would make some good money, but it's all about branding. You keep with what you know. Yeah, the classic stuff. And uh, I think that works. So that's right. All right. Let's uh, end it with our buddy, Marty. Uh, Mr. Carey, has anybody ever said meeting Gene is their best kiss memory? I can. It was 2011. I was in O'Hare waiting for a connection to California. I was with my ex-wife 
We got married the day before we were going on our honeymoon. I was saying that it was funny that all the times I've flown, I've never randomly encountered a celebrity. She said, how much do you want to bet that guy over there is Gene Simmons? I looked up. There was a guy in line for the breakfast pizza who looked like Gene, but he was wearing a surgeon's mask. So I couldn't tell. Was he hiding his face from recognition? Was he afraid of germs? I don't know. So I went over to check it out. By the time I got there, he pulled his mask down so he could order. It was Gene. I went back to my wife. She said, you have to meet him. She got up and started walking over to the cafe. I caught up to her. I didn't want to bug the guy. It was 6 a.m. and he was eating (laughs) a fucking breakfast pizza. (laughs) Then the old adage about not meeting your heroes was echoing my brain. By this time, Gene was sitting eating his pizza with some guy. We were in the walkway, but it was an open cafe so he could see us. We were clearly arguing, not loudly, but visibly. Gene noticed and realized what it was about. He motioned for us to come over. He was both kind and gracious. He asked, can I take a picture with you instead of would you like to take a picture with me? This shift in language about who's taking a picture with whom stuck with me. So I have a picture with me, Gene, and a slice of his breakfast pizza that he held up for the picture. I can put it up at the next beer social. All right. What a story. That's amazing. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Thanks, Marty. Two slices of breakfast pizza. I've got some gas. <laughs> Ooh, I gassy. <laughs> Ooh, I gassy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's fly through a couple of emails here. We got one from our website. Yeah, Daniel. Le- yep, Daniel LeBlanc using our website. Great interview. This episode had me reminiscing about the radio station that I loved in the 70s, WRNO, the Rock of New Orleans. Yeah, Rock of New Orleans. And we got another one from our website, uh, Robert Demler. Another fantastic episode. I loved hearing from the perspective of DJs about KISS and rock radio in general. In terms of KISS being a radio band, I would say yes. However, I feel that if you really depended on the region of your country you were from when it came to the amount of kiss you heard on your local radio station, I grew up in California, probably not too far from Mr. Pooney. The radio stations in the Bay Area in the 70s probably considered themselves pretty elite at the time, and I can remember only hearing kiss once on the local AM station KRFC. I was with my parents in the car, which only had an AM radio. I heard Christine 16 when it was first released. I don't remember there being outward hate for Kiss by local radio stations. I just think there was so much music and great bands moving through the area that Kiss was just not thought about a lot. Nice. Then he tells another great story. We love these Kiss stories. These are awesome. Great, great, great email. Keep up the great work. I look forward to listening every week, Bob. Love it. Excellent. And you keep using that website. That's great because that way, you know, it, it's it's perfect. You get on the website, you check out everything we're doing, and you're sending us a message. So it's really cool. Uh, this comes from Ryan, also known as Ryan Michael Scott Spencer Cook. <laughs> uh, another great episode, as usual, was the epitome of a great podcast. Fun personalities with the gift of gab talking about something they love. Some highlights were Carrie's emotions about legacy radio stations and Peter Chris. Also, Mike's G- Mike's Gene insult story that had me laughing out loud. Wasn't sure what to expect on this one. Was thinking it would be more Boston themed, but not at all. As always, a great listen. Then he talks about his experience going to the Kiss show in Milwaukee. He had a great time, of course. Take care, guys. Can't wait for your Creatures Fest 
coverage. Yeah, we can't wait for that either. Um, and then we're going to wrap it up with this one here, which is a DM. We got two DMs this week. We got one. I don't think this is his real name on Facebook. He goes by the name of Dick Drippy. (laughs) His comment is, I found your show. I like your show. I will continue listening to your show. Okay. Thanks, Dick. And then we got this great one. This comes from Dean Tomasek. Just wanted to let you know that I listened to your show constantly while carving the new cats that are now on stage with Kiss. They were months in the making, and I basically listened to every fucking episode while creating them in my shop. These are the Kiss cats, and then he posted pictures of them uh, on the stage next to the drum risers and then an action shot of the band. So that is pretty goddamn amazing, Dean, that you created those. And it's pretty also amazing that you created them while listening to us. So that's a pretty cool honor for us, Dean. So thank you for that message. Thank you for listening, sharing the pictures. And for that, Dean, you are comment of the week. Woo. Great job. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. We're going to be watching you. Murph, you still there? I'm still here. I'm going through the uh, the questions. Oh so. no, he's 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 getting it. He's rigging it for us now. He's rigging it. Which, by the way, people, if you if this is your first trivia episode, none of us know how to score. Not with women, but during the game. So before we continue, we're going to talk about a great sponsor of ours, Boldfoot.com. B O L D F O O T dot com. Maker of amazing and cool looking socks. Zeus has a pair. They got wild designs, crazy colors. They are 100% American made, family owned, veteran owned. 5% of all their proceeds go to veterans charities. How awesome is that? And their motto is grown here, sown here. Boldfoot.com, B-O-L-D-F-O-O-T.com. Check them out. American made, family owned, veteran owned, and proceeds go to a veteran charity. You can't miss Check out their website. They got awesome and fun stuff. Boldfoot.com. Nice. And Tom, what we do next is we talk about our friends and family over on Patreon. So Patreon is a way people can come and help and support the podcast. And uh, we have it set up as to four different tiers. If that interests you, take a look. You can find Patreon on our website. You can find it on the app or you can find it at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And you look under creators and you find Shout It Out Loudcast. Uh, What Patreon does is that people would contribute to the show. That show, uh, the show then in turn puts that towards things like uh, mics, things like a Zoom box for recording on the road, things like our Zoom subscription and other subscriptions and apps that we use to bring the show to you. Uh, all that stuff is a big help to us, and we can't do it without Patreon. And uh, your Patreon support is uh, greatly appreciated, and it's a big help to us. And uh, Patreon has been uh, continuing to grow. We love the people that are in there right now. And uh, we just released, uh, you probably just heard it, the uh, Patreon pick for Album Review Crew. If you want to join, you'd be part of that. 
And we also have things like, you know, videos, we have t-shirts, uh, stickers, all that stuff. So take a look. If you want to help the show out and you like what you hear, go on Patreon and see if you can help. All that's much appreciated in a tip of the hat, of course, to our Patreon family. And if you're a Patreon contributor like myself, you might be invited to host trivia where you're going to fuck up the questions and can't keep score. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's going to be the special Murph tier for <laughs> Patreon if you contribute. Oh, so, no. But but yeah, we we love we love you guys. Uh, Patreon guys are the best. Zeus mentioned uh, we do the, the, the round robin there. We do. ARC with me, Zeus, Sonny, and then it comes around to ARC. So Cinderella Night Songs is the most recent ARC pick, and that was Patreon. Uh, and of course, depending on what tier you, you're a part of, you can also be involved in the show. Uh, you can get a sneak peek at what the episode is before it drops on Saturday. You can get involved in polls and pick what we do for our Flashback Friday posts uh, and some other cool stuff. Get some some merch. So check us out, like Zeus said, on the app, Patreon or Patreon.com and uh, take a look. And we appreciate every one of you that is currently part of that family right now. Uh, one thing I want to add, Tom, is somebody asked, what's going on with Murph? They don't see him on the friends section on the website. And I responded. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Murph was never on the friends section. Murph is part of the show. That's exactly what I said. I, the friends section is for other podcasters other people that have been on the show um, and then we also kind of promote our friends who have podcasts like steve and those guys at part of the hell or sunny and steven at growing up rock those guys so murph is part of the show that's why he's not on the website so yeah and he he, he wants to be hidden from you kiss tards as much as possible too yeah until we create a new special uh It'll be it'll be passcode protect. It'll be Murph's Corner at shoutoutloudcast.com. <laughs> Murph's Corner. Anyways, yeah. what's what do we got next? Talk to me, you silly little freak. Well, we go over to Kiss World. Oh, stupid shit going on in Kiss World. Uh, our our buddy Paul Paul Stanley. <laughs> Soul Station shit again. Ay, ay, ay. Rehearsing, playing at a wedding, uh, whatever. Good for him. Uh, it does nothing for me. We reviewed his album last year. Surprisingly, we both like to check it out, but enough with that. Uh, one thing I will give Paul credit for, because we always say this all the time. If Paul does something right, we're going to give him credit. He posted a very, to me, random tweet. And this was uh, about a week ago. And it was a picture of him on him and Gene on stage in the middle of a concert. And it simply says, couldn't have done it without my fire breathing brother. Oh, I love that shit. Love I mean, it. that was that, that like, that's the stuff I want to see. And the thing I love about it is that it was just a random tweet. It wasn't like, you know, happy birthday or some kind of, it was just couldn't have done it without my fire breathing brother. And I was like, fuck, that's awesome. Love that. So that was out there too. But the thing that everybody was talking about, some of it good, some of it bad, and both of them are going to be at Creatures Fest. Let's start with the funny first. Ace Frehley performed. Wow. We shared the video on our social media. To me, this was the equivalent of Ace doing an impression of Zeus doing an impression <laughs> of Ace. Looking at the guitar. Right. Do you want your rocky ride? Do you want your rocky ride? It was so slow. So, Murph, did you see the video or at least some of the pictures? 
I've seen the pictures. Oh, brutal. I mean, he's a he is a he is a full blown wig wearing Muppet. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's 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 insane. But hey, we love Ace. Hey, Ace, come on. You want to be on Lobcast? I thought the fucking assholes are calling me a Muppet. Sure, I'll go on there. And then something that was kind of positive that kind of put a smile on our faces was Peter Chris performing uh, with yes. the band with the band Sisters Doll, who is also going to be at Creatures Fest. Peter played a couple songs. Zeus, where did he play? Uh, he opened up with um, Baby. Don't you let me down. Don't you let me down. No, Julie, man. <laughs> Sounds like Elvis. Well, baby. Uh, and then he did uh, words. And then he ended. Because you matter to me. Love that That's song. Why. Love That's that why. song. Because you still matter. And he sounded good. I mean, he's in his 70s. He sounded he, good. He stayed in his lane. He stayed yeah. where he needed to stay. And it was a nice, nice performance. He yeah. didn't try to go out there and belt fucking baby driver and something like that it was nice good for him yep and he yep. you know peter he wears his heart on his sleeve they thank you god bless i love you i'm here for you the fans you know you guys are the best fuck hey fucko turn the light down he's just awesome i love peter yep and then we had something cool from our a good friend gene simmons from kiss he tweets out shop GeneSimmons.com. Check it out. I own all the trademarks and you can get lots of cool baby stuff, sneakers, backpacks, t-shirts, and more. And it's all the products have the Gene Simmons money bag logo on them. <laughs> Cause what's better than putting your baby in a little Gene Simmons money bag onesie. Uh, but Hey, you know what? I love Gene. He's, he's the man. He's the man. Um, and then the and, big thing, Tom, was the movie premiere, the stuff that they're showing now. Oh, yeah. We talked about a little we talked a little bit yeah. about that last week. Now, I think they released a movie poster. Um, yeah, it looks fucking. Yeah. Kiss is like the fourth band in. They're like, yeah, yeah well, music from. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's about Casablanca. It's about it's that story. But I feel like Kiss should be a little bit more in the forefront. But I don't of, know, all the the looks, bands, of all the bands listed, they should be. Yeah, it kind of looks like a made for TV thing. As we talked about it last week, that bullshit with not having the rights to the makeup and they kind of just look silly. Eh, whatever. Silly, silly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Gene and Paul were on a couple of covers for magazines that they were promoting on their uh, individual Twitter pages. Um, but yeah, other than that, the, their tour is rolling along and uh, everybody else is getting fired up for Creatures Fest, which. We're there uh, once this episode drops. We'll be right in the thick of it. So who knows what the hell that event's going to be like? Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yep. But before we get there, we still figured a way to get you guys an episode. And uh, it's our annual trivia uh, episode with Murph. But before we do that, we're going to pause for a minute. And uh, I'm going to go check and see if uh, Vinny Vincent has started cleaning out the pool at the hotel. And we're back. It looks like somebody left the floater in the pool <laughs> and we got to get a skimmer to get it out. Dude, they will definitely the people going to this event definitely will be shit in the pool. Somebody's going to just think they're going to be like, oh, check out these bubble. Oh, shit. Dude, the amount of clogged <laughs> toilets, <laughs> the amount of clogged toilets at the Sinesta Nashville airport. Now, if somebody actually drops a deuce, no pun intended, in the pool. Yes. Well, it'd be great if someone 
other than the two of you, blurred out, Mr. Feces is here. Oh, God. I, I think we'll solve that mystery. We'll solve that mystery. Yeah. Oh, but we're at it, Murph. It's kiss trivia again. So what we do, we play to 20. Okay. Murph is the, uh, he's the, uh, the guy smiley of this. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And we can't keep score anytime we do this. So I think the three of us are going to keep score. Murph came up with a nice new rule. Maybe every fifth question we'll kind of pause and get a scoring update, you know, kind of like a sporting event, pause and see where we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so Murph, so you asked me a question. Remind me here. I mean, yeah. So this, actually, this, I'm going to start this, off this, this time. This. I'm Scott because you know Zeus did not win last time, so we're going to start with him. Okay. Uh, you know, we're not going to follow playground rules of loses walk or you know, we bucked it up <laughs> bucked beforehand. It up. Zeus is going first. If okay. Zeus answers correctly, he will get a point, and then we'll go to you. If he answers incorrectly, you will have a chance to take the point. And then the next question will still come to you. Gotcha. All right, let's rock. All right. So the first question. Yeah. What year was Eric Carr officially announced as the new drummer of Kiss? 1980. That is correct. So one point. Starting off, starting off easy. That was a difficult one. Yeah. Well, sometimes and, like, like, like we always tell our listeners to dumb it down. Nah, yeah. Exactly. Some of the, we are going off of the kissed questions, trivia game. So yep. Some of these questions might seem very basic, very onerous, big word. Oh, yeah. Dumb it we down. Going off, we are going off of what the question is in order. So question number two, Uh oh, this now goes to Tommy. What was the number of shows on the farewell tour <laughs> so this is this is the, the 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 first farewell tour correct the number of shows yeah fuck Zeus, do you remember <laughs> what year this game was <laughs> the fuck is that? these are this is the reverse <laughs> yeah, yeah this is usually zeus bitching about the yeah. game that, so the game so the trivia game that we're playing came out in 2003 so whether or not Murph mixes in some of his own original questions, we're never going to know. I don't think he will, but you never know. So the question for me, how many shows are on the farewell tour? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say 75. That is incorrect. Zeus for the Two, steal. 232. Okay. You are incorrect. <laughs> the number of shows on the farewell tour was 143. God damn it. One dollar. <laughs> one dollar bob exactly all right so next question to zeus okay. who, were the, who were the four kiss band members that appeared on the children's program kids are people too oh, peter chris was there in spirit <laughs> um so gene paul ace and eric carr that is correct again an easy one i know so two nothing. i'll admit it yep Hey, you know what, Zeus? For those that have listened or for those that haven't, go back to listen to episodes oh, one, two, and three of Trivia. Zeus was getting a bad hand on some of those, but we're early in the match. Tommy, your question. When did Kiss appear in People Magazine for a cover story? So 
Please provide the year. When did Kiss appear in People magazine for a cover story? Okay. The only cover story that I can think of off the top of my head right now is the cover story with Eric Carr. I can picture that 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 group shot right there on that cover. So were you asking for the year? What is the year? Um, I'm going to say 1980. You are correct. Woo! Yeah, I I, I I can picture that. It was with the Fox. Uh, it was a great picture. Great, great group shot. All right. So two to one, Zeus in the lead. Last question on this card for Zeus. Yes. Which KISS tour played exclusively outside the United States? Which well, KISS tour played exclusively outside the United States? Well, I know Unmasked did, but they did have that one at the Palladium. Um, thinking out loud, did they even do the elder over? No, I don't think they toured at all with the elder. Uh, creatures toured and it sucks. So I'll go with the unmasked. It is the unmasked tour. So, why is it this is like the Eric Carr card? All my three are Eric Carr it, questions, it, and me, it, too, it, and me it, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. So, I'll after five questions. Three to one, Zeus in the lead. Oh, it's bullshit. Oh. <laughs> it is. It is. I'll admit it. I got the fucking easy ones this time. Sorry, All it's right. the moops. All right. <laughs> so next question to Tommy. Yes. What car manufacturer made the Kiss NASCAR? See what I mean? The fuck? Pony put you up to this? I didn't even know what the fuck the Kiss NASCAR is. So I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say Chevrolet. That is incorrect. Zeus? So I don't understand. This was something that was in what? It simply the question is, what car manufacturer made the KISS NASCAR? Um, you, know, you know, the NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't fucking know. The, the Yugo. Incorrect. The answer is Dodge. Oh, fuck off. I don't fucking know. Although I do think we have fans who are into NASCAR, so yay NASCAR. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Zeus. Yes, ma'am. What did everyone receive at the entrance gate for every performance of the Kiss Psycho Circus Tour? 3D glasses so that their shoes fall off. That is correct. 3D You're getting glasses. all fucking layups here. The yeah, fix is in. The fix Mur- is Mur- in. Murph feels bad for fucking shiving me. <laughs> but he's doing a Tim Donahue. He's waiting till the end. So it doesn't look bad. And he's got to fucking. So when it, when it comes down to like the game winner, it's going to yeah. be like Zeus. <laughs> How tall are Gene's fingernails? What hospital was Peter Chris's brother born in? <laughs> all right. Go ahead, Murph. All right. Tommy, your question. What men's accessory item is said to have brought out Kiss Closet fans? (laughs) Whoa, 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 wait, wait. Okay, okay. I'm not going to jump on that joke. (laughs) What men's accessory item is said to have brought out Kiss Closet fans? What the fuck? I don't know. Kiss coat hangers. Incorrect. Zeus. What? For the steel closet, um, kiss Crocs. <laughs> Incorrect. The answer 
Men's neckties. Oh, oh Paul oh, Stanley. Man. What the fuck? I have a scarf. I have an ascot. <laughs> it, was an, it was an ascot. For your enjoyment. <laughs> and it has a little water. <laughs> it has a watermark on my on my tie. There's a little watermark. If you put them together, you can make a nice poster that I found on this European poster kiss group. The good thing I like about these, they double as a napkin. So if you get a little bit of marinara, wipe it right off. Go right back down. It look nice. When you go to Chili's and you get the bucket of wings and you get the bucket of ribs, you can you know mix them up together and make sure you don't get on your Paul Stanley kiss tie. So next time someone asks, how come you guys can't do an episode under an hour? <laughs> exactly, Murph. You well, nailed it. <laughs> why we can't go up to strangers and be like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. You asshole. <laughs> All right. I like uh, how Murph says, now you know why you can't do an episode under one hour. We can't do an episode under two hours, dude, if we're lucky. Go ahead. Well, to uh, continue the Tim Donaghy. Oh. Um, Zeus, your question. When Ace Freely left Kiss, what was the name of the band Ace formed? Oh, come on, dude. Vinny Vincent Invasion. No. Uh, (laughs) Fraley's Comet. Oh, man. I'm getting piped right now. 5-1. All right. Yes, well, that's a good good score. Pause. 5-1. Yes. All right. So, Tommy, try to dig out of this ever-increasing hole that you're in. Oh, shut your mouth. That's what she said. Ooh, Uh, nice. At the 38th Grammy Awards in Los Angeles, California, who did Kiss present an award to? Two. The only fucking thing I remember about that is Tupac, obviously. Um... What a difference a preposition makes. It's two, two instead of one. Yeah. I'm going to throw my girl Janet Jackson. Control. Like Freddie Jackson. Well, Ooh, what's up? What's up? Ooh, you even cuter than your baby pictures. <laughs> wrong movie, I know. It's a different, it's yeah, a different and, and wrong answer. So yeah. for oh, the steal. <laughs> thanks, Murph. For the steal. Zeus. I know if you had a little time to think about this at the 38th Grammy Awards in Los Angeles, California, who did Kiss present an award to? Not a goddamn thing. Um, I, I have fucking no clue. Carol Burnett. <laughs> okay, I don't think they presented best comedy album. I think okay. that year it might have been Adam Sandler. They're all laughing at you, but the award was presented to. Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, Hootie. Future ARC pick. Maybe. <sighs> that Love. must have played gazillion times in the quad. Love Hootie. To the point people I, were like, shut saw, that fucking shit off. I am an unashamed. Oh, which, speaking of Hootie, so my son's going to Keene State College, Keene, Keene, New Hampshire. They're the Keene State Owls. Their fucking mascot's name is Hootie the Owl. I'm like, my God. Nice way to connect to a KISS podcast. That's what we do. We connect the dots here. All right, Murph. And for those that would get the reference, give a hoot, don't pollute. 
All right. So after two cards, 10 questions, Zeus is in a commanding five to one lead and has the next question. If we're playing to 20, we may miss Creatures Fest. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. All right. The lyrics. This question is for Zeus. The lyrics. Life without death, world without end, sleep without dreams, and nothing is quite what it seems are from what Kiss song? I want to sleep from within. I want to be where I'm in. All right. Zeus with the six. Zeus gets a fucking lyric question. I'm getting Grammy Award questions. Within's a great tune. Where's my Grammys? (laughs) Hey, Nuffleupple of flesh. Can you show these guys my Grammy? Uh, Ace, I think that's a People's Choice Award. Uh, Pooh Bear, that's not a what? I don't have a Grammy? Oh. What the fuck did we win the award for? That's one of the great. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, that's an actual video of Ace. Oh, that's an episode. Probably yeah, comes think, out. thinking, thinking that he has a Grammy <laughs> and he realized it's like a People's Choice Award. He's like, ah. The fuck is this? <laughs> All, All right, right Tommy. Down six to one. I your, know your question. Who are the two original founders of the Kiss Army? There's two. Oh fuck! I know it's Bill Starkey. Is one. I can't think. I uh, Bill Starkey is the only name I know with the Kiss Did Army. You just say. Bill Starchy and Hutch. Yeah, I, I I can't think of the other name. I feel like a bad Kiss fan, but I know Bill Starkey off the top of my head. All right, Zeus for the steal. Uh, I am like Tom. Uh, I can't think of exactly the name, but it's on the tip of my tongue. But I cannot remember it. Okay. Um, uh, Bill Starkey and uh, what's his fucking name? Um. Oh, you mean Froggy? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? Uh, <laughs> Barbarino. Who? Barbarino. Uh, I'll, I'll guess King Cusano. I don't fuck. Hey, right. you know uh, Jackie Monticello? <laughs> Jackie Monticello. No. Hello, how are you? Who is it, Murph? The correct answer. Bill Starkey and Jay Evans. God, I'm sorry, Jay, if you're listening, uh, you know, I I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) All right. All right. Zeus. Yes, ma'am. You're up 6-1. Your question. How tall is Gene Simmons with his platform boots? Oh, fuck. How tall is Gene Simmons with his platform boots? Six ten. Incorrect. Tom, I think he's over seven feet with the boots. I'm going to say seven one. The correct answer is actually six feet nine inches. Oh shit! Off by one. Wow. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was because I thought I thought he was like I thought he was like six five six six on his own, and then the boots were like six or seven inches. But eh, what Ooh, do I know? Dalton from uh, Roadhouse. I thought you'd be taller. Yeah. What do I know? Apparently yeah. nothing. That's why I got I, one point. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jesus. That's not a positive thing. Yeah, that's not a good line. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think right, that means we... exactly what you think it means. Exactly. But you know what was positive from that movie? Kelly Lynch. Ooh, oh, God, that's, smoke show. That scene was incredible. Oh. Anyways. So, all ahead. right. Zeus. Yes. Yes. The Oh, actually, no, I, I apologize. Uh, this is Tommy's question. Last okay. one was uh, platform boots was. Oh, that's right. I tried to steal the platform boots. So, Tommy, your question. Which two KISS band members have never missed a performance? Not Ace. Which two? Uh, that would be Gene, Gene Simmons. Uh, never missed a performance. Okay. Never missed a performance. So that okay, a, a, a current band member never missing a performance. Obviously, we know about Paul. We know about which, P, we know about Peter. Which two Kiss band members have never missed a performance? Okay. I'm going to say Gene and I want to say Gene and Eric Singer. That is incorrect. Fuck Zeus. Damn it. I will say Gene Simmons. And uh, see, this is what I'm thinking. Um, well, I mean, technically you say Tommy, but I don't think they'd put Tommy in that question. I will guess Bruce Kulick. Incorrect. I think where you two are going with this are forgetting. This is from 2003. Yeah, I thought Gene of that after. Paul. Oh, fuck. It's Gene and Paul because it was 2003. God damn it. That's right. So what it, What one did Paul oh. miss? Are you talking about the Sharks? No, 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 no. When they played no, as a trio. There was an episode that Paul missed. Paul, Paul had a heart, uh, like a heart gotcha, problem. Gotcha, they they gotcha. played as a trio. But you're right. Technically, I don't think Bruce ever missed an episode. Uh, 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 but they're saying in every Kiss performance of all yeah. time. I exactly. Which is why me picking Eric Singer was stupid. But anyway, you know, yeah. that's a good question. Thanks, Murph, for not being clear. Well, maybe you should put a Patreon investment into some updated cards that are post-2003. Maybe you, should, have maybe you should make your own questions online by researching no, facts. Because I did that before. No, and I no, got a lot of no. slack from Zeus. I do, I I do that. remember that. Murph tried to create his own Kiss trivia, and we put him through the ringer for it. Yeah, yeah, hey, I, uh, I had hey, Zeus. Uh, Zeus. <laughs> what did Eric Singer eat on Tuesday, 1994? Uh, and then, uh, Tom... Uh, what's a good song by Gene? Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So next question, Zeus, for yes. you. Kiss, without yes. makeup, walked across a college campus in Ohio. What did they receive from a faculty member? Kiss, without makeup, walked across a college campus in Ohio. What did they receive from a faculty member? I think Ace wrote some of these questions. A hand job? I, I don't know. Fucking I was going to uh, say that too. I was going to say on. maybe a maybe a maybe a, a, a the a key uh, a a mock diploma. I don't know. Incorrect, Tom. They walked across the campus of an Ohio university. What did they receive from a faculty member? Oh, and I'll say a lion <laughs> choke some of you, you faculty staff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, was uh, I was actually going to say the same thing, like an honorary, like an honorary degree. Um, oh, God. Key to the city would be given out by the mayor or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 
like a sports jersey for one of the teams or something. Uh, so that is incorrect. And I don't know if this was meant to be that they were walking across incognito. They received lunch passes. Oh, okay. That's a stupid question that I'm, that I, I don't me. even get it. I don't, like I said, I don't know if maybe Ace snuck that one in. Ah! All right. So we're at six, two. We've hit a bit of a snag. So let's keep things moving along. Oh, wait, what was my, I got two points. What the hell was my second point? We got six. It's six, two. Okay. I'll take it. Oh, we're just going. Yeah, we'll just go with it. Play it back. I trust Murph. So, all right. Who's up? Is this? uh, It's Tommy. Tom. Yep. All right, Tommy. What happened at the end of the show at Tiger Stadium on the Kiss Alive Worldwide Tour? What happened at the end of the show? What happened at the end of the show at Tiger Stadium on the Kiss Alive Worldwide Tour? Kiss received an award for fastest sellout in Tiger Stadium history. I don't know. That is incorrect. Fuck. Repeat the question. What happened at the end of the show at Tiger Stadium on the Kiss Alive Worldwide Tour? (sighs) Kiss received a, I don't know, fucking I don't remember. Kiss Alive, when did that finish? Did they, was Cycle Circus out then? A fucking uh, gold record for cycle circus or something. I don't know. No, the answer is, and this is where you know this, the questions are just not framed very well. It was there was a fireworks display, so I think this was Kiss Alive back in the seventies worldwide tour. Oh yeah, it, it so I, I have no idea. Yep, okay. that's annoying. All right, fuck this game, Zeus. Yes, your question. In which year did Kiss auction off most of their old costumes, instruments, and memorabilia? Oh. Auction it off? Auctioned off. Yeah. Wow. So keep in mind the year of the game. Yeah. Yeah. In which huh. year did Kiss auction off most of their old costumes, instruments, and memorabilia? 1995. Incorrect. Tom? I was actually going to say that around that same thing too with the conventions. Um, I'll say 99. 2000. God, that was my other guess. Okay. All right. All right. Tom, question for you. On the last show of the opening act, on the last show of opening act Bon Jovi, what did they drop on Kiss while performing? Ass. On the last <laughs> show of opening act Bon Jovi, what did they drop on Kiss while performing? What did they drop on Kiss? Mm. Um, I don't know. A surprise birthday party. Incorrect. Zeus. What did they drop on Kiss? Um, I would say uh, water. Thousands of ping pong balls. Okay. Fucking nice. Bon Jovi. All right. Stupid. Zeus. Yes. Who wrote the Kiss song Love Her All I Can? Oh Jesus. Um, I don't think it's oh man, you gotta be shitting me. Do I guess this or do I go with um I don't know? Uh all right let's go by process of elimination it's definitely not peter 
Um, is it Gene and Paul or is it just Paul? That's uh, that's what I'm thinking. I don't remember it being anything just Gene alone. I would remember that. Is it Gene with Paul? I know it's not Ace because I know it's Ace's things. Is it Paul alone or Gene and Paul? Do you know? I don't. I think I know. But I'm, glad you'll get, reason, I'm, but I'm glad you'll guess yeah, him first. I know, I know. <laughs> I'll guess Paul alone. That's your answer? Yes, Murph. That's my answer. You are correct. Paul Stanley. Ah, it's nice. Not, it's nice. not Gene there. All right, all right. Nice. Well, I knew he wasn't fucking Ace Fraley. That was probably going to be my guess, just Paul. Really? Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to say Ace. <laughs> no. Oh, no, 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 no. All right. So score seven, two. Last question on the card for Tommy. Which Kiss band member worked as a New York taxi cab driver? Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley is correct. Finally, an easy one. Seven, three. All right. Zeus, your question. Who could only paint one side of his face for the hotter than hell photo session after he cut his head open in a car accident and had to have stitches? I'll guess, Peter. That is incorrect. I actually know this. It's Ace Frehley. Ace Frehley is correct. Oh, maybe the turn of events. Seven, four. Could be. Tom, to keep the momentum, your question. What was the first band Gene signed to Simmons Records (laughs) in 1988? Oh, Oy. fuck. I have a guess, but I don't know if it's the right year. Eight, eight. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's. Is it them? I don't know. I'm just saying. I was going to say I was going to say black and blue. Incorrect. Zeus. Is it House of Lords? That is correct. Nice. <laughs> That's a good guess. Because that's like a desert island, I think, for fucking uh, Tony, isn't it? People love that album. I Momentum know. killed. Yep. Zeus, eight to four with the question. All right. Zeus, on what song did Paul Stanley sing lead vocal on the Shocker soundtrack released in 1989? Oh, and that's the fucking, what do you call it? Um, that's the one that uh, I've been trying to find on... Uh, on uh, eBay on, as a CD, and, and that's the one that comes out when they did like, would you like to buy this? Yeah, three hundred and ninety nine dollars yeah. to buy that fucking soundtrack. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. So let me think because on that I thought it had something to do with um, uh, what do you call it? The song that should have been on Crazy Nights. Didn't wasn't that on there? Sword and Stone? Yeah, wasn't that somebody performed that on that? A band performed that on it? So can you read that? Is it the song? On what song did Paul Stanley sing lead vocal on the Shocker soundtrack released in 1989? I know he had like three or four songs. He, But he didn't sing the sound. He didn't sing. Okay, so he didn't sing the... Uh, the title track alone, but I know he's saying part of that. So I'll say shocker because I can't remember. That is correct. And he's also on uh, nice. that, that sword and stone by some band is on that. And there's something else. I want to get it, but I can't find the fucking CD. Good soundtrack. Ridiculous movie. 
fun move, fun, stupid fucking 80s movie. But you you love that horror shit. And if you say it's bad, it's bad. Well, it's it's stupid. It's it's about (laughs) a guy that gets it's about a it's about a guy that gets fucking electrocuted and then his spirit like jumps through like other people. When we do movies. Someday. Stupid. That's that's what, how stupid is this movie? Oh, it's, it's stupid. Stupid. Yeah. And I just remember, I think it was Megadeth. Did yeah. no more Mr. Nice Guy on that. Yeah, there's yeah. that. And there was Sword and Stone by some band. I forget. Yeah. All right, Murph, what do we got? Nine four. Uh Zeus and Lee, Tommy, your question. Name one black and blue album oh. Gene Simmons produced. Oh my God! Um, Only have to name one. Yeah, I'm just going to say the self-titled. That is incorrect. (sighs) No fucking way. Um, what's the song that sounds like a Kiss song? Isn't it "Nasty Nasty"? That sounds like one of the songs from Revenge again. I think. No, it sounds like the end of um the thing off the Elder. Nasty, nasty. I think it's. I think it might be nasty, nasty. Is a song. I think I can't remember. Murph, nasty, nasty is correct. The That's other one was, of them. Yes, the other one was in heat. So Zeus. Okay. With the commanding ten so four lead. I'm actually. Gl- I'm actually glad I don't know that because I don't want to know about black and blue. I know, but I thought there was a song that that either um, maybe Domino's a ripoff of Black and Blue or something like that. Was it nasty, nasty? There's something about that. Oh, there's song. a song. Yeah, there's a song that's like a rip off of that. But then there's a song where it takes the it t- it totally takes a riff from the elder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Murph. okay. All right, Zeus. Your question: What Kiss song did Doro Pesh record in 1990? Doro Buck. I know this. Yes, I know this. Is that the little blonde girl with the big? Fucking pie face. Yes, I'm a big fan of the, the Gene Simmons. <laughs> um, I know. I know this. That sounded more like Arnold. A 1990. Yeah. What Kiss song did Doro Pesh record in 1990? I know her from that. Um, oh, we are. Oh, we are. Yeah. We are. We Warlock. Are. Warlock. Is that what that was? What she was in? Warlock. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 1990. So it wouldn't be anything from Revenge. I um, can't think she's singing like she's trying to be heavy, right? So she wouldn't be singing, um, like a soft song. I don't. Know, maybe she would. I, I'll say forever. Incorrect. I have no uh-huh. idea. I was going to say something off Hot in the Shade. I was going to say Hide Your Heart. Okay. Uh, both incorrect. The answer was only you. Oh shit! I would have never gotten that one. And wow! It was produced yeah. by I mean, produced by Gene and Tommy. Actually, that's the riff of Black and Blue, the thing from the song from Only You. Anyways, okay. So uh, we are at ten to four. Question to Tommy: Yes. What yes. Kiss album did the song "Goodbye" appear on? Oh, Paul Stanley '78 solo. All right, correct. Ooh. Finally, a friggin' layup. Ten five. All right, Zeus. Yes. Who did Ace Freely? Freely. Freely. <laughs> Who did Ace Freely dedicate his nineteen seventy eight solo album to? 
Oh, didn't he dedicate it to the band? And was he the one that had the one extra guy? Um, I'll say uh, Peter, Paul, and Gene. Correct. Okay. Who was the yeah. guy that donated mm-hmm. the one extra? Peter. He he donated. Peter. He, the extra guy was Michael Benvenga, I think That's was the name. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. Um, scores 11-4. Question to Tommy. Who produced Ace Frehley's 1978? Oh, oh, wow. oh, Eddie Kramer. Correct. All right. So we are at 11-6. Yep. Yes. Zeus, who wrote 2000 Man, recorded by Kiss in 1979? Was it that late that the Stones did that? Who wrote um, 2000 Man, recorded by Kiss in 1979? Um, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. You are correct. Yep. So we are at 12-6. Good card for both of you. Last question, Tommy. Name one bass player Gene Simmons was influenced by. Name one bass player Gene Simmons was influenced by. Yes. We have uh, one, two, three, four. Well, I think I'll have to go with the obvious and say Paul McCartney. That is correct. All right. The others were Jack Bruce. Yep. Felix Papalardi and Ron Wood on Jeff Beck's Truth album. Nice. Okay. All right. So we are at 12-7. Good card for both of you. Zeus, to you. Who played drums on the studio track for Take It Off on Revenge? Ooh. Hmm. Who played drums on the studio track for Take It Off on Revenge? Now, I'm thinking out loud. Interesting. Help me out. Um, Was... Was what's his name there? Um, Valentine guy there, or it's not Anton Fig. I can tell you that. Um, I can't think of another drummer from that era. So I would guess I would say Valentine, Kevin Valentine. You are correct. Yeah. Why, that, 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 why would they fucking have him do the drums? I'm sorry. Dude, that's we're... fucking ridiculous. That makes no sense. Are we in. Um... Boom shakalaka territory for Zeus. Is he on fire? Is he on fire three in a row? The f- I, he might I think be. So. Yeah, the questions aren't seven. that difficult. Yeah, it's okay, though. All right, all right. Uh, Tommy, where and when was the yet-to-be-released Alive 4 album recorded? Oh, I like how it says yet-to-be-released. Okay, so this is interesting. Is, is this trivia game considering the alive? No, Millennium would have been already. That was it. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try to overanalyze this. I'm going to say Australia. Incorrect. Zeus. God. Where and when was the yet to be rele- released alive for album recorded? Okay. I should have gone with my original guess, but that's okay. All right. So. It's either the Millennium concert that we're thinking of, right, Tom? That's why you're. Yeah, going. but the only reason I didn't do that is because this game came out in 2003, and it says yet to be released. Makes sense. So it's Melbourne in Australia is when that came out, and I thought it came out in 2004. But this game came out in 2003, so yet to be released. Right. So Melbourne 2004, I would say. That is incorrect. The answer is the. BC Place Stadium, Vancouver. On that's a, that's 31st. the Millennium Show. 
but I don't understand how it's yet to be released. Because they probably recorded it but never released it. Oh. But that that's as soon as you said BC, I knew that's the Millennium Show. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, fuck. All right, All right. We're still at 13-7. Zeus, your question. Okay. What song did Kiss play at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve 1999 to bring in the new millennium? Rock and roll night? Incorrect. Whoa. Is this the one where they were under the Brooklyn Bridge? Remember they performed that? They did that little stunt. Yeah, but right. wasn't it's, that? I'm going to say this was 1999, and it yeah. wasn't what song Rock and Roll played The Stroke of Midnight on New Year's Eve 1999 to bring in the new millennium. Wouldn't Seinfeld have uh, debated that was really the new millennium? The cremanium. I'm going to say shout it out loud. Okay. Uh, I think you both be have a little, ah, the answer, 2,000 man. Oh, what? I absolutely don't remember that. They give Ace that much? To I do, do I, I do not remember that. Well, because, Tommy, you and your lovely bride, or you know, bride-to-be at the time, were hosting a Millennium New Year's party. And, you know. I remember that. Christine and I, the great parents who were, brought our four-month-old and said, we're staying up to midnight, and so is this kid. And we still have a picture of him dressed as Baby New Year. Baby New Year. He had that's the right. years at the time to that, go for that, it. So. That's right. That's right. All, All right, right, let's keep going. Okay, okay. Tommy, your question. Okay. Other than Love Gun, and what song has Paul Stanley flown out into the audience during Kiss's live show? Other than Love Gun, and what song has Paul Stanley flown out into the audience during Kiss's live show? My only guess is the other song he sings when he flies out, and I was made for loving you. Incorrect. Zeus? Ooh, wow. What? Holy shit. Wow. Oh, it's not. Okay, that's fucked. So maybe they're doing when he comes kind of back. I don't know. I'll get. Hmm. Does he fly out during Black Diamond? No, because he's not. Um. Wow. It's a Paul. It's got to be a Paul centric, like a Paul staple. Yeah. Yeah. So love gun. Um, I, I know this is fucking killing dead. Uh, oh, that's fine. Li- lick, lick it up. I don't know. Okay. Uh, wrong. The correct answer is actually black diamond. Oh, I had it. I no shit. <laughs> you can't do him like black diamond. Yeah. When wow. the fuck did he do that? Oh, wow. Yeah, that surprised me. Wow. Okay. All right. Zeus. Yes. yes. Where was the historic MTV unplugged album video recorded? What? Where was the historic MTV unplugged oh. album slash video recorded? This is one of those questions that makes me want to kick myself because, ugh. Oh, you got to be kidding me. This is um, something that should be so obvious. This is This was when uh this is not when Peter was there. This is not oh, fuck. When was it recorded or where? Like what city? Where? I mean, if I say the city, is that good enough? Yes. Oh, uh, it's not LA. 
So I'm, my guess would be New York City. New York City is correct. Yep. That's it. Just the city. Wow. Yep. Yep. Nice. Wow. Yep. Okay. 14 to seven is the score. Uh-oh. I'm getting never going to finish this fucking game. All right. <laughs> Tommy, for you. Yo. Where did Kiss perform their first concert without makeup? Oh, uh, this was in. Um, it was in South. It was in South America. Um, oh my God! I want to say the country begins with a B. It not Buenos Aires because that's um. Oh, you mother! I fucking know this. I know this because Gene always talks about it. How the fucking they came out on stage and the crowd was like, "What the fuck? They're on yeah, the makeup." Who's this cover band? Uh, oh, this is going to annoy me, and I need a point. Oh my god, you bastard! Fucking right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I, I fucking Bolivia. Incorrect, Zeus for the steel. I know it was Europe. Oh, it was so, Europe. Yeah. Why did I think it was South America? And they were like, what the fuck? Who's this? It's either Italy or Portugal. I'm going with Portugal. That's Portugal it. Portugal is correct. Portugal, fuck. Lisbon. That's right. Portugal. So uh, commanding 15 to 7 lead. Bullshit. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. one of the only questions I like. I fucking kind of, that was difficult a little. Why did Anything I think else? South America? Eh, that's okay. Because maybe you think of Brazil. Portugal, Brazil. I think that's, I think that's, I think I had that on my mind. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Zeus, yes. your question. Yes. Which member of KISS has Bob Dylan co-written a song with? <laughs> I've written songs with Bob, with Bob Dylan. Dylan. That'd be uh, Gene Simmons from KISS. From KISS. All right. Correct. 16 to 7. Uh-oh. The down begins. What makeup design did Paul Stanley experiment with for a brief period in 1973? Oh, I know this. The Bandit. Correct. Also, the Lone Ranger would have been accepted. What? That's what the car settle said. down, Stanley Eisen. Who would have been Tonto? <laughs> All right, that's so not six... politically correct. Oh, sorry, I forgot that this was a very safe episode. You know, you oh, we don't discriminate on this show. Yeah, yeah, we make yeah. fun of people, but we don't discriminate. Okay, okay, I apologize. Bah. <laughs> see, what, see what I mean? Excuse me. I forgot we were recording. <laughs> Go ahead. 16. <laughs> Zeus, who yeah. played lead guitar on Lonely is the Hunter on Animalize? Oh, I know this one. You love this song too. I, I, no, yeah. It's not that I love this song. I said I like this song. You shit on this song. Me? Lonely? Uh, yes. No, no, no. I like do. this song. I like Animal Eyes. And he also played lead on Murder in High Heels. That'd be the guy that we're going to meet. Hey, guys, do you like flapjacks? Well, I've got a bargain for you. Come hear me play, and you'll get a box of Kulik's flapjacks. <laughs> hey, guys. Bruce Kulik, Animal Eyes. Wow. What, what an, an album. album. <laughs> you know what? Every time I hear that, I just feel like making a stack of flapjacks. And our people ain't about exactly swelling up with pride on the counter. You making flapjacks. <laughs> Don't you bring me into this. 
<laughs> First of all, is that the right answer, Murph? Yeah, that is correct. It is right. Bruce Kulik. I was close to jumping the gun and go, no, that's top. No, that's Bruce. Yep. Okay. All right. So 17 to 8. Come on. Tommy. Wrap this up and finish. What was the original name considered for Neil Bogart's new label? Oh, um, okay. He went with Casablanca. It was going to be, oh my God, this is, these are so annoying. Cause I fucking know this. I, I fucking, I have the book. You have the book. <laughs> you, you had problems with your boss. <laughs> you had troubles with your boss. <laughs> nah, I don't like to talk about it. Um, Desert. Incorrect. Zeus. I know that the movie yeah. gave him a hard fucking time. Yep. Um. He came from Buddha, right? Or was he in Buddha? Um. I don't know if it was Buddha. Or that was the company he came from. I can't think of anything else. So I'll say Buddha Records. Correct answer. Emerald City Records. Fuck. Emerald City? Like an Oz? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 17-8. Zeus. Yes. Where was Dressed to Kill recorded? And they're looking for the actual physical location, not just the city. So not the not the you need me to tell you the fucking record label the I mean the studio, studio or the Correct. and not the city the actual studio. so the, I, they were definitely recorded in New York City mm-hmm. um what's the fucking Hendrix place what's that fucking Hendrix place ah yeah 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 Gypsy what's that fucking uh, album is <laughs> Axis Boldest Love no um. Electric Lady. Well done, Zeus. Electric nice Lady. Yeah, but that's a very pop. I, I just couldn't think of the name. Man. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You, you got it right. Electric Lady Studios, New York. 18 to 8. God All damn right. it. Bullshit. Tommy, where Yo. was the infamous live shot that appears in the gatefold of a live two taken? This should be a fucking layup, but I don't trust myself with any of these <laughs> answers tonight. Um, perform in LA. Incorrect. I knew it. I fucking. <laughs> I knew that the minute I said that, I'm like, this is too easy, and I'm gonna get it wrong, and I should be shot on sight because it's my favorite fucking live album. Zeus for the steal. Where was the infamous live shot that appears in the gatefold of Live Two taken? Oh God, that's fucking embarrassing. Um, am I think like where, like if I give us like a state or a city? No, like, if I say New the, York they, City, they want the venue. Yeah. Oh fuck! I I. Um, this is so bad that neither one of us know this. The fucking most iconic picture ever. Yeah, but it wasn't like a live shot. We know they created that. Yeah, but still, they were, I mean, the forum. That's what I said. 
Yeah, the the correct answer is the San Diego Sports Arena. That's the only thing I have. I mean, like, yeah, I, that's I would, the only thing. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't say Madison Square Garden. I'm thinking it was in the forum. Yeah, the San Diego Sports Arena that would have never so rolled off. You my can tongue. tell I'm still doing the stuff when adding my things. If I just said the same name as you, yeah, that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So right. 18, 18, 8. Zeus. Yes. In what city did Kiss play at a wedding on September eighteenth, nineteen ninety three? In what city? In what city? Los Angeles. Oh. Incorrect, Tommy. Las Vegas. Incorrect. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Wow. Would get As that. everyone knows. Yeah, no kidding. Jesus. Do you think the wedding party was like, who are these guys? Who are these guys? Yeah, exactly. Who are you? Red Dunlop. All Dunlop. right. Tommy. Yo. Who recorded Hard Luck Woman for Kiss My Ass? Yo, finally a good one. Garth Brooks. Correct. Garth Brooks, who I just saw last weekend. Oh, and the comeback begins. Here it is. All I'm right. coming back. 18.9. Zeus. Yes. What song by The Who has preceded every live oh. concert by Kiss since the reunion tour? <laughs> Come on. It's like too easy. Won't get fooled again. Oh, God. All I was right. going to say, don't. Yeah. Oh. 19. Could be the nine. greatest rock and roll song of all time, eh, could be the greatest. I'm saying could. I know. Never mind that fact that it rocks, but the lyrics are yeah. brilliant. That's all. Nothing more. For those that have listened to the Zeppelin Chronicles, might have issue after Zeus saying the praises of "Thank You" as his favorite song, possibly of all time. Ooh. But I'm saying, yeah. But I'm saying this could be the greatest rock okay. and roll song, okay. not ballad. It's okay. okay. Both answers are wrong. But go ahead. <laughs> all right, Tommy. Oh, stay sorry, in it's not fucking. Go ahead. All right, what come on, song... all right, Tommy. I don't know. <laughs> what song was recorded by what artist on the nineteen ninety four Kiss My Ass album? The song is Deuce. Oh, that was uh, Lenny Kravitz with Stevie Wonder. That is correct. Do I get bonus points for throwing Stevie Wonder in there with the harmonica? No, no you don't. All right, Zeus, you get this. It's over. 19 to 10. Zeus for the win. Okay. In 1974 in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, what radio contest was held to promote Kiss? Oh, kissing contest. Ding, ding. I just fucking lost to the kissing contest. That's how I lost. Oh, fuck, dude. And the winners were the ones that showed up on the uh, Mike Douglas show, right? Yeah, we, right. Did, we talked about it. That's and right. how awkward it was then making out. And, oh, I just had a Stouffer's meat, meat lover's she was, pizza. She was looking good until it was time to me to <laughs> get rid of that bean burrito. <laughs> Both sitting on buckets and they got to turn the buckets over. Remember, that's, remember that Saturday Night Live skit? It was like the two-person toilet. <laughs> It's a skit. It's like a toilet for two people to sit on. The other good one was the SNL one where where Keenan has like, now you can make the bathroom your office. And he's in there. He's got like a fast machine in there. And then one time he got stuck and he couldn't open the door to get in. He's like, oh, get himself. Uh, All right, Murph, Murph, as always, fantastic job at Quizmaster. Some some good questions, some ridiculous questions. Yeah, I will 100% admit uh, 
you got the shaft, buddy. Those questions were fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but there were there were there were a few that I should have got. I probably still would have lost, but it was there was a few I should have got. You but. know how it is. Everybody yeah. sits there and listens. Oh, that's it. But when you're playing, your mind runs so different. Everything. Yep. Like yep. oh, uh, and you start panicking. You fucking. Yep. I agree. I can't get this kiss gone, boss. I'll check it tomorrow. I'm under a lot of stress. I'm trying to figure out where Kiss Alive Two Gatefold was taken. It was San Diego Sports Radio, you asshole. It's <laughs> awesome. Oh well, that was fun, Murph. Thanks for joining as always. Uh, but we, what we do next is we go to the question of the week, Tom. Give it over to somebody else this time, right? Yes, but before we get to the question, we have to talk about our amazing question of the week sponsor. Oh, yeah. Brought to you by a company that is involved with one of our great Patreon members and friend of the show, Joe Decker. And we're talking about, yeah, Fusion Tech. Because Fusion Tech is a recognized communications contractor specializing in the construction splicing, testing, and documentation of all types of fiber optics networks. Along with that, Fusion Tech Electric can service all of your electrical construction needs, commercial, industrial, and utility, as well as electrical substation work and all UPS and DC power plant installation. Fusion Tech currently operates throughout the five boroughs of New York City, as well as New Jersey and the tri-state area, providing union labor with IBEW Local 3 in New York City, and IBEW Local 164 and Local 102 in New Jersey. For more information about Fusion Tech, visit their website at fusiontech-llc.com or call them at 973-650-1357. Yeah, Fusion Tech. Woo, Murph, what do we got for question of the week? Anytime Uh, Murph is on here, he supplies the question of the week. All right. Well, I, I know that by the time... This episode is being dropped. You will be in Nashville. So maybe this has already become a reality. But the question for both of you, and I'm actually directing the first one to Tommy because I I do have a kind of a follow-up to Zeus, but there are going to be some phenomenal bands, acts down there in Nashville the next few days. When you arrive in Nashville, Tom, you check in and say, Mr. Gelati, we are a huge fan. We are glad to have you here. We are giving you the opportunity to get on stage. You can sing in the harmonies, the chorus. You can play the triangle. You can play the tambourine. What artist would you like to get on stage with this weekend? Oh, that is a good one, Murph. Um, For entertainment purposes, it would be like ace because i think it'd just be a fucking riot but i have said for the longest time that other than gene i would probably say that my favorite member in kiss is bruce kulik so i think i mean i know Vinny would be a fucking disaster i love peter ace would be a riot but i think i just love bruce and he's such a professional and everything he does is just awesome so i think just that i think it would be bruce whether it's just standing there frigging clapping my hands like an idiot. I would love that would be Bruce would be my man. Okay. So then actually once you give the feedback that I would like to get on stage with Bruce, how would Bruce call you up to stage? Hey guys, 
Welcome to Creatures Fest. What an event. We got a guy here, Tom. Shout it out loudcast. Wow. What a podcast. Tom, why don't you come up? Guys, Tom, flapjacks after the show. <laughs> what a show. I just like how we call it flapjacks, but not pancakes. All right. Great one, Murph. Thank All right, you, Zeus. So, so, Zeus, uh, uh, now the question is open to you, but then I will have a follow up. But same deal. That's easy. Peter Chris. Without question. Okay. Oh. All right. Now, before I ask the follow up, how would how would uh, one Peter Chris call you up on stage? Hey, fucko, why don't you get your fucking fat ass podcasting ass up here and sing a fucking couple songs with me? <laughs> All right. So my one follow up. Oh, Zeus, we just got a call. Last minute invite. We know that you have all these options at your disposal, but you are in Nashville. We just found out Dwight Yoakam is performing at the Grand Ole Opry and would like you to stand on stage with him when he performs Suspicious Minds. Does that change your mind or do you still go on stage with Peter Chris? Oh, I go on stage with Peter Chris. All right. I just think Dwight okay. Yoakam and Elvis. I, I had asked a question. Yeah, no, I, I would still stay there. I would probably do that unless you're going to give me something like, jeez, uh, let me think. Um, I'm not sure where I would go unless uh, who's my favorite country. Unless Tim McGraw invited me up to sing a George Jones song, I'd take Peter Chris. Well, Zeus, you know what? Oh, here's uh, Tim McGraw back there. You can join me and uh, the the missus. We're going to see Mr. McGraw in a couple oh, of weeks. I've saw him a, a few years he's back. Good. With he's his he's faith. He's awesome. Took oh. m- the wife and I saw him a couple of years back. Great performer. He's awesome live. Yes, he. There's just his voice is good. Yep. It's nothing great. Just knows how to pick fucking songs. Yep. And sing them well and make them catches all fuck. Yeah, I can't explain it. I was pleasantly surprised. Bridget loves him, and I like him, but I was really pleasantly surprised. Tom, when I if saw you him. got into, if you like, if you start with a certain album and start going through his stuff, yeah. you'll be like, I, dude, I fucking love all this shit. I believe it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't doubt. I don't doubt that. Yep. Yeah, I hear um, you, Murph. Great questions, buddy. Good stuff. I love it. I love it. Very good. Yep. Well, Tom, where can people find us? Besides uh, Creatures Fest this week. People can find us at the bottom of the deep end of the pool at the <laughs> Senesta Nashville. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> or get uh, but- thrown out of the pool. <laughs> uh, no, please visit our awesome website. Uh, I'm, we're thrilled to see the people are using it and sending in questions on it. Shout it out loudcast.com. You can check out all of our episodes, all of our rankings. Um, all friends of the shows, all the links that you can buy our merch, shout out loudcast merch direct from the website. The merch is check going all the- like flapjacks these days, too. Exactly. We love it. We love it. Um, and then of course you can send us messages on our email, shout out loudcast at gmail.com. You can do that. Please continue to do that. Uh, and of course, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're very active on all those. You can tag us on those, send us direct messages, whatever. Please, I know this episode is going to drop in the middle of Creatures Fest, um, but we're hoping that we run into you guys. We've gotten a couple of DMs from people that plan on being down there, um, and we're looking forward to meeting a bunch of people and checking them out. You know, put on your shout out loudcast gear. You won't be able to miss me and Zeus. Uh, you'll hear us and you'll see us. So we're, we're, <laughs> Shut we're the fuck up. Pretty much. That's exactly right. Exactly right. 
Um, and of course, our wonderful Patreon family, which we mentioned before. And of course, our wonderful Pantheon family, which of course, last, last week's guests, Mike Shu and Mistress Carrie, along with a bunch of other friends, they're all part of that great network. So you can check them out online, all those, their shows and a bunch of other shows. Uh, so we're everywhere you can find us, but go to our website. That's where all of it is. Go to him. Go to him. <laughs> Murph, where can people find you? Probably every six to eight weeks on this podcast. <laughs> every six to eight weeks on the Zeppelin Chronicles. Six um, to eight weeks. Like six, six to eight, eight months. months. Six yeah, to eight exactly. months. And, and that's about it. You know, been able to connect nice. to some of the folks that uh, that are fans of this show. And what's uh, with the folks comments? He's being like Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> back of the book segment for the folks. <laughs> Ooh, Laurie do. <laughs> We love you, Murph. We know we know people can find you. Yeah, they're they're starting to you. tag you and shit there, so that's nice. Yeah. And people can always DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We invite those. Uh, we actually enjoy getting those. You can give us a subscription and go on our YouTube. Nah. YouTube! YouTube! Channel. Uh, there you can find us. Where I think we're only a couple left, Tom. We'll get hit the 600 mark. And once mm-hmm. we get the 600 mark, I'm going to start bitching to get us to the 700. But let's get us there first, okay? So make sure you subscribe to us over there. And then also, please, give us one of those five-star star. child reviews on iTunes, Spotify, Podchaser, Facebook, wherever you can give us one of those reviews. Good please. pods. Good pods. Yeah, on good pods. That's another one that's been growing. A lot of the Pantheon people do uh, push good pods a lot. Yep. And they do very well there. So a tip of the hat to all them. Um, yeah. Wherever you can give us one of those five-star child reviews, we really appreciate it. does a big uh, a service to us and helps us move us up the food chain and gets us into a lot of other people's uh, timeline. So they'll check out the show. And speaking of reviews, we got one here. This one's from Dave7172. And Dave7172, don't recognize that, but give us a a heads up who you are. We'd love to uh, thank you for this. So this one's titled Keep, Keep, Keeps Getting Better. Five stars. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? I accidentally came across this podcast a couple of years ago. Since I've been a KISS fan since 1982, I figured I had to check it out. After listening to my first episode, I knew I had to go back and listen to the past episode. I haven't missed one since. I appreciate the humorous and laid-back approach to discussing all things KISS. Although sometimes I wonder if they even like KISS. (laughs) They do a great job of mixing things up each week to keep the episodes fresh. One week, it's an album review. The next, it's an interview with someone related to the band. Then it's an hour-long discussion of a 10-minute interview with Paul Stanley and some radio chick. It's obvious that Tom and Zeus put many hours of work into each week's episode. Buddy, you have no fucking idea. Uh, and couldn't be, and I couldn't be more grateful. I introduced Shout It Out Loudcast to fellow KISS fan, Ryan Michael Scott Spencer. Oh, yeah, right. And he is now hooked as well. Keep up the great work and peace out, Girl Scout. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Dave, thank you so much, man. That is great. Thank you, Dave. And thank you, Ryan Michael Spencer Scott Cook. 
love Johnson, that. Johnson Thomas Smith. That is great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, guys, I always like to e- uh, leave you with the email. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Uh, we hope you guys played along. Tell us how you what you thought of the, the questions this week and uh, what you thought about the episode. And then please, as always, we always like to direct people to the website. And the website is shoutitoutloudcast.com, shoutitoutloudcast.com. Uh, what we end up doing at the end of these episodes is we always do kiss lyrics. Murph, do you got any? Shock me. Make me feel better. Shock me. Put on your black leather. Shock me. We can come together. Oh, poetry. I love it. All you martyrs and saviors go through the same door. Listen, all you butchers, saints and sinners, we've all been here before. Go to him. Look up. The sky is crying. Endless tears. Feels like my whole world's dying. It hurts when you're not here. Tom, what's the next line? I don't know. I'm like failing right now. Cause you matter to me. Oh, see, I, 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 I'm just, I'm so, I'm so off. I'm distracted by Murph. Cause you matter to me. He's distracted. That's me. why. That's why. And I just said earlier in the episode that I like that song. I can't even finish the fucking lyric. That's how brain dead I am right now. That's all good. Uh, want to thank everybody for listening. Want to thank Murph, of course, for coming and playing along. Uh, hope to see everybody at Creatures Fest. I know it's playing on Saturday. We'll be there since Thursday. But if you do see us, come up and say hi. We've been saying this all along. Come up and say hi. We'd love to get to meet everybody out there. Please be safe. Uh, Tom, Murph, uh, Kiss Army, Loudcasters, thank you. Murph, this has been awesome. Thank you. You're an awesome host, as always. We always love spending some time with you, whether it's Zeppelin, ARC, Shout It Out Loudcast, anything. We love it. Zeus, as always, thank you. Guys, have a great time. We already are looking forward to the stories and recap a week from Saturday. Nice. Peace out, Girl Scout. So give me a quick prediction of something that's going to happen there. Go ahead, Murph. You first. Uh, uh, what's the over-under on clog toilets, toilet paper outages, baby formula shortages? I will say the over-under is two and a half of gross, like shit, like literally fecal matter shit stories. Two and a half. My prediction, and I'm, and this is not, I'm not wishing for this. I predicting that something is going to happen with 
the pool party unplugged event only because there is a pool, there is music, there is a huge crowd, and there will be drinking. Something is going to happen during that event, either on purpose, either on purpose or accidental. Jump in the pool, take a piss. The coloring changes. Something. Somebody being like escorted or carried away, got too drunk. Yep. Something fucking stupid. All right. Definitely going to be a scene at the pool. That's my that's my prediction. Okay, we'll see. Uh, My prediction is there'll definitely be a fight. Between one of uh, between the entourages or fan or the artists, okay, like okay. someone's gonna be like, "Fuck off!" Like Ace's uh, Ace will get into an argument with Vinny. Hey, go fuck yourself, you oh, fucking God. weirdo! Yeah, no kidding. Or something like that. Something's going to happen. Yep. Or Peter's gonna be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Uh, Casada's gonna try to touch Peter or something. <laughs> something's gonna happen between the artists. I have a feeling. Do you hear? Fucking Jericho, put him in a vice grip, <laughs> drop kick. Well, fucking. there's too many volatile personalities all together in a small space. And Destructive got, personality. Yes. And then you got Bruce. Guys, why are we fighting? Let's get along. <laughs> exactly. Hey guys, grab some flapjacks. Let's calm down. <laughs> hey guys, how about some maple syrup? <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Well, when you hear that, when you hear this, the episode. Creatures Fest could already have come and gone, depending on when you listen to our episodes. But at a minimum, you'll be listening to it in the middle of Creatures Fest. So we got a, a prediction of a fight between the artists. We got a prediction of an incident at the pool party. And yep. we got a prediction of like poopages or yep. like toilets or something. It's going to happen to two and a half percent under uh, over under. So pretty much what our predictions are all based on our previous experiences of going away on spring break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. basically. Exactly. All right. We'll see what happens. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Hey, Chief, we got a damaged RV on its way to the OR. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of RV surgery. <laughs> Wait, are you promoting me? Congrats, Martinez. Doctor, that RV's flatlining. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of nursing. So you're just promoting everyone now. Yeah, kind of looks that way, doesn't it? When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 